Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. As always, taking you through another week of the best and sometimes the worst of being a kinship carer, kinship kids, and everything in between. Now, this is going to be not particularly to do with being kinship carer, although it has got its, uh, it has definitely got a, a relevance to a lot of kinship carers that I've spoken to in the past, and that is the education healthcare plans and early help assessment tools that you may need to get when you are when when they are in in school um now as always easiest way to get through to us uh, if you do want to contact us in any way is through the social media uh, through the instagram facebook uh, the twitter the the uh, the, the website um the the email which will be attached to our uh to the episodes if you do need to have any questions comments anything like that uh please do let us know now the main things a lot of people think that it's exactly one of the main problems with this the eh uh, the hat and ehcp forms the one of the main problems is that a lot of people think that they are exactly the same thing and that leads to a lot of issues um so the ehat is the early help assessment tool now the tool part is probably the most important thing because really it's that it's that part that really shows that it it's not a, a it's it's not something that has to be done it's almost like a guideline uh so this is something that you you have to the school has to do it uh so the first thing before we even get through anything uh if you if you have a child and you think that there is something i don't want to say something wrong but something where it needs addressing whether it's through their learning their speech their interaction social whatever it would be uh, the attitude behavior uh, any disabilities uh, the first thing you really need to do within a school is get in touch with the Senko. Now, before I even had children, I had no idea what a, what a Senko was. And even afterwards, I still didn't know what a Senko was. I think I was told by a teacher um, to go speak to the Senko, which absolutely baffled me. So the Senko is the special education needs... I forget what the other words like council operate, or operations or something... Um, it might be Senko. Uh, well, either way, it's it's basically your person you go to when you have any problems with your child. So if there have been any problems with them, if they need counselling, if there's been a bereavement, for example, in the family, and they need extra extra help, guidance, counselling, whatever it would be, if there's been specific repeated problems where you get to the point where they may be excluded or suspended, whatever it would be. The Senko is generally the person who would be involved. Now, their role really is to be almost like the guy. You, I suppose if you watch a lot of American shows, uh, it's it's like the guidance counsellor, the, um, uh, I think the name's Emma in Glee, uh, those type of characters where they are there to to find out what's going on with the child, why they're acting like this, or potentially why they're not acting like this. And I will say hats off to them. Most schools will only have one Senko. So one person for an, an entire school. Um, this isn't one per class, this isn't one per year or anything like that. This is one for the entire school. So when you consider this, what, 30 people in a class, you know, we're talking, they're having to look potentially after a you look, you know, hundreds of children, uh, and many won't need it. Many will never probably mention or see the Senko, but some will be there repeatedly. Some, you know, and so hats off to them for doing the job that they have to do because 
it 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 does feel at times as though you know, they, they, they you know whenever whenever we see our our senker for our school, um, she is always. I have to do this. I have to do that. I've got this. I've got this. This will be on my. You know, I I'd hate to see her to do list. It's probably an entire wall. Um, but it is always advised to have a you know speak to them first. Um, you'll probably be I say pushed in the right direction. Um, but if you have any issues with your child before they are going to school, um, that that would be the best thing I would advise is to speak to the to school, ask about speaking to the senko, uh, and just find out what is in place now. As I say, the early help assessment tool is essentially a guidelines of things that they've noticed, things that they need to address and what they can do about it. Now, the problem with the e-hat, you'll hear it as an e-hat. It's usually once a month that you have a meeting with them. Um, the, the main problem with it is there is no legal binding for them to do anything within this e-hat. Uh, now it is generally you know if they're not doing these things that means you can take it further and there's documented evidence to show what's happening uh, the good thing about the e-hat is that it, it it does involve all the children so if there's siblings uh, in in one school or even multiple schools uh, they they have to get everyone involved which is great if you because a lot of um, a lot of problems with the uh with children himself is feeling detached you've got one you know, you're focusing so much on the child that has the issues or the child sort of get, get sort of lost in the shuffle uh, but this takes into account all of the children um and any issues that they would they would have now i would say my biggest issue with this is again is that fact that they don't have to do anything they can put the recommendations they can say how they've tried to do a b c d and e and f and what's happened and how it worked has it not worked but if you were then to say well why haven't you done that they could technically turn around and say well we don't technically have to you know these are just guidelines we'll try and do them if they don't work or we've got no funding or time or there's worse issues um unfortunately there's you can you can Fight it as much as you want, but there's not much that you can do about it. They're, again, not obligated to do it. Um, obviously, when you get to the point where they're looking at you know, suspension, ex exclusion, those type of things, the hat is, is very good with that because it does show the evidence of this was noticed six months ago. You've done nothing about it. It's not the child's fault. It's not the parent's fault. It's actually the school that have said they would recommend doing this. They want to do this and they haven't. So that's the one thing with that. Now, the other one is the is it's EHCP, Education Health Education and Healthcare Plan. Now, this one is a bit more legally binding. Now, first off, I have to say the EHAT is something that the school has to do. Now, the I, I, by say has to, they don't have to do it, but they are the only ones who can do it. So you can't create your own EHAT. You can put your recommendations and say, this is what I think needs to be done. But unless the people involved agree, it's just a piece of paper. Um, but with the the EHAT, uh, there's, uh, the, the, it's done by the school. You can request an EHAT be done and then they could say, okay, that's fine. And it will be on my to-do list. Um, now the EHCP form is something that can be done by the, within the EHAT can be something recommended, uh, but they may not do it. They may forget to do it. However, it is something that the parents can do parents the guardians whoever um 
so if you if you think well actually the hat's not working or it's not working quick enough or anything like that uh this is basically the next level it's when the sort of the government the local authorities and people involved like that become involved um now it is something that you can do um here in 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 the liverpool center i'm the one who fills in a lot of these forms um i will put links up to to what to do but generally what it would be is you'd find out whichever council it is so liverpool council sefton nosley um I, I can't think beyond that but obviously what whichever council you're paying your council tax to basically uh you would contact them and ask for an ehcp uh form uh, they would either then send it to you in the post or it would be um, like a, an online document. You would fill it into the best of your ability. Now, again, the thing with this is that obviously with the government being as it is, um, this can take one month, it can take a week, it can take years. And that's the problem that a lot of people do have is that although it is legally binding and everything else along with it, there's no guidelines to how long. I think it's 10 weeks they have to respond. But their response could be simply, we've received your form. Um, and that's it. Uh, to actually implement something, I think they've got almost two years to do it. I believe that's that's the sort of legality. Now, because it's not something that you're paying for, it is just you know, social workers and people like that and everyone else in the, guide, in the pipeline uh, just getting this all sorted. Um, but it is something that you can do. Uh, so if you if you if you feel the hat's not working, the teachers aren't doing as much as they should, or they're not doing anything, uh, you just go on to do this. I say in the Liverpool, um, the Ellie Green Centre, I generally do these forms. Um, if you do need to do this, um, the the best advice I can give is just have as much information. It's it's easy to say that once you get a diagnosis a lot of this is easier and it is it, uh, truthfully uh, once you have a diagnosis of whatever particularly wrong with them whether it's asd adhd or anything else uh, it's a lot easier because you have all the paperwork all the documents and also that piece of paper that says they have been diagnosed with x um, and it is a lot easier um to do that but it really is the information that, that we need are things like obviously the, the, the child's details date of birth and all those type of things but also things like the school and also what is it what is it that you want to get and that's the main thing that a lot of people don't uh the, the one thing i always find with um with a lot of carers kinship carers and everyone else is that they don't want to ask for the moon because they know that they won't get it and the best advice is to ask for the moon they can only say no uh, they can only say, yeah, we can't give him a one to one every day, but we or him or her, we can't give them a, a we can't give them a one to one every day, but we can give them twice a week. Uh, we can't get them uh, social you, uh, your counselling, but we can refer you to this place, or we can do this, or we can get you a discount, for example. So it is always advised you, you to to shoot for the moon. And if they say, you know, fortunately, you can only have the clouds, you know, it may, a lot of times it is better than nothing. But the good thing about this is that what happens is then once the, once, once it's all gone through, you do a, an assessment, the person comes out, it's either, you know, obviously with everything COVID wise, it's either through a Zoom type thing or it is face to face. Um, a lot of times it is better face to face. The one thing I would advise again, if you think that your child or whoever, you know, 
your, your child your, uh, won't respond to a Zoom, for example, or that they mask. And this happens a lot. I think I mentioned this in the autism episode a while back. Um, it's, happened, it's very prevalent in, in, in girls. Girls are very good at masking their behavior. Uh, there's a brilliant book. Uh, I forget the writer, but it's called um, Funny You Don't Look Autistic. And he talks about how, you know, he would be, you know, he, he was, he, he had typical autistic traits. He would hoot, he would do all of these things. He would be bouncing off the walls. But then when he got into a scientific, um, like an assessment with a doctor or whoever it was, he was perfectly fine. He answered all the questions. He held con- eye contact. He did all of these things. And so the, when they got the letter and it was, there's nothing wrong with them, um, the, the mum would absolutely be going the same because he could, you know, he, at that point, it, he can, and a lot of the people, they do mask, um, you know, just on, on the autism side of things. A lot of people talk about it as if, you know, it's a, it's a bottle of fizzy pop. And yes, you, you, you can, you can shake a, a bottle of fizzy pop, but there is a point when that, when you, when it opens and it's going to explode everywhere. And that's a lot of the time what happens with, uh, people who are on the spectrum is that they can hold it in, especially in um, in very restricted and and those type of circumstances where they where they have to be good, in a sense. Uh, you you find this a lot with school where you know a lot of people. This is the main problem with a lot of this is that the school will say there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong, and then he come he she comes home. And bounces off the wall for an hour and a half before going to bed, and that's a lot of you know a lot of the time that's what happens. Um, so it is it, it is good to to do those type of things. Uh, so if you can't, if your child won't respond to a Zoom or can for an hour, just do it. You know, just just be happy and everything else, and won't start hooting and making whistling noises and lashing out and. Uh, talking silly language, you know, those type of things that um that that is very typical. Um, ask for, ask for face to face. Ask for other ways of doing it, um, because sometimes it, it, it's it's really difficult when that happens, especially if it is on Zoom. When you know it's almost become the new norm is that most things are through Zoom, um, but if that won't work for that child or you, or it won't work for you even, you know. You ask for ask for it face to face or in an office or in you know, come come to the home or do something um and hopefully that's what happens so they do the assessments um they'll generally give you advice about what they think it is uh so that a lot of times it, it it's it's little sort of like number games shape games colors very simple assessment uh just to see where they are level in regard to education in regard to um you know, sensory uh, issues and then you will get that that final answer as to what they think will be what needs to be done and then the best thing about this is because it is government back because it is council and everything else is that school then has to do it um that's the main thing about it is that as i say with the hat they're just recommendations they can literally say we don't have the funds the time the man whatever it was you know yes it's, it'd be great if we could do it but we can't this one is basically them saying this is what you know there's the um 
a lot you see this a lot with workplace uh, about um, reasonable adjustments and that's the main thing that they do you know, again it's about the shooting for the moon and, and getting the clouds they will give those recommendations and they won't be things that are out of the question they won't be saying this this you know this child needs their own classroom or they need this or they need they will say we understand you can only do a b c and d um, this kid needs A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K element. You, but we will understand that you. But you must give him here it. You know, A, B, C, D, F, G. Um, so it and it does really help a lot of the times, especially because again, it, when you get to that point, and there's there's a lot of children where it does become a problem when they have uh, problems with with violence is probably the, you know you know anger and, and violence where they do lash out. And you know, back in you know, back in my back in my day, uh, back in back in my day, you know, if you were to hit a teacher, you'd probably be expelled on the spot. I mean, I remember you know, you from my from my school days. I remember there was a kid, and that's all they did. They just lashed out at a teacher, and then we never saw that person again. Now, you know, there has to be an understanding of it, and if they've got a piece of paper that says. This child, this child has anger issues, uh, doesn't like this, 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 and this, will lash out. These are the things that need to be done to help this. And if they don't do that, then that school can't exclude them. They can't suspend them. All they can do is then say, okay, we failed. And you know, there's nothing better than than hearing that. That you know, And that's a lot of times what we really do need as parents and carers and everything else. Uh, we will try and do our best. You know, and our best may never be good enough. But as, unless we've got that support around us in regard to schools, in regard to you know, when they go on to do work, um, you know, these things, um, you know, the educational healthcare plans and things, one of the best things about that is that that goes through their entire early stages. So if they go to college, university, whatever it would be, they still need to, that gets put forward to them. And then it's not a case of, well, you know, one of the things that was brought up recently was about how they hate having to explain, this is what it is, this is the, you know, this is literally be a document that's given to that college or school or you know, university, whatever it would be, to say, this is, I don't want to say this is what's wrong, but this these are the issues that we have, um, and this is what you need to do. And again, it's about reasonable adjustments. It, you, they may, you, you may not get the stars, you may not get the moon, but, you know, some people can you know, cope on just getting the clouds. Uh, so as I say, these are um, these are things that can be done by yourself. Uh, as I say, you just go into the uh, your local web uh, your local council website. The best thing to do is just type in EHCP, and it will come up with the main uh, gov website. You then just type in your um, your council, Liverpool, Southampton, whatever it would be. Uh, it would then take you to a pl- uh, whatever it is w- in regards to your site. Now, the Liverpool one, I believe it is a like a PDF that you download and you fill it in. Um, but a lot of them, it is like an online form. Some of them, it's not even that. It's like, please ring this number and then you're on 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 hold for an hour um but as you know, if you do have any problems doing any of these things uh, especially filling in the forms you know i've said this time and time and time again uh you know the forms whatever it is whether it's a benefit whether it's just an application for anything uh they don't make this easy uh they really really don't uh i wish i really wish they would i i wish that there would be a a way of them just 
making this a lot easier but it's it's that thing if they want it to be thorough so they don't miss any yeah they're they're lying i remember speaking to someone about why these forms which could literally be two pages or like 50 pages and they said the reason is is because it is simply they want to get it right uh there's a new um there's a new triage system coming into, I think it's all the hay, I think it is, uh, where you can basically almost like triage your child online and then you'd know where, you know, whether it's taking it to the hospital or wherever it would be. And it is a such a long-winded process. But what they've said is, would you rather sit in a, in a waiting room with your child who's whatever, um, only to be told you're in the wrong place? Would you rather spend 10, 15 minutes on the computer and then know that once you're in the place, it is the right place? Um, and, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges with that. So it depends on on, on how you feel. Uh, but if you do have any problems with that, um, especially, obviously, the people in Liverpool, people in Adelaide, and even, you know, beyond, you know, it, you know we, we always say this, obviously, we're, you know, we're Kinship Care Liverpool, um, but we're Kinship Care. Let's just take the Liverpool out, out of this for a second. We're all kinship carers, whether you live in Cardiff or whether you live in Blackpool. Uh, you know, we are kinship carers. Um, you know, there may be nuances that go from one to the other. Um, you know, I'm sure if you if you know if you Google and just put kinship care in your in your local area, there will be a kinship group. And if there isn't, maybe that's something that needs to be addressed. Um, and I'm sure there's 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 extra help. The um, the family rights group have so much information about these type of things, um, and obviously the, the obviously our websites and everything else. Uh, but if you do find that you're having problems with that, you you send send me an email send me a message if you're on our groups uh, and i'll certainly have a look at what what can be done and what what should be done um and a lot of the times it is just once you get that paperwork and it's 15 20 pages especially when you get the the assessment back and again they ask you for this and this and this and you, you there's a budgeting plan that you, that you may not even know what it means and it, it just sometimes just needs an extra, you know, a fresh pair of eyes, which you know, we are here. And even if, you know, even if it's not one of us in, in in staff, a lot of the people have done it in the past as well. So, uh, do do let us know if you, you need any help with that. As always, the easiest way of getting through to us is through our social media, through the Facebook, the Instagram, Twitter, uh, the website. You can contact me directly by email, which is David at KinshipCarersLiverpool.co.uk, and obviously that is on the all the links are on there. Uh, wherever you're doing that and obviously if you have any um any questions any anything please do let us know as so that's all from me this week thank you very much for listening and you've been listening to kinship care liverpool podcast <laughs>